Hello, gents. Mr. Kitman. What's up? Hit me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. You really are bringing the yeah, man, energy. You, you've been saving all your energy for the last yeah. two weeks for the pod. I don't, last yeah, week, during our record time, you were just in a dark room <laughs> making those noises on your own. <laughs> yeah. I was doing my Little John impression. I'm going to be bringing the uh, Little John heat. Uh, guys, give me a minute. I'm going to step away from the computer for a second to uh, get my grill inserted. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Wait, are you actually That's, like I'm? No, I was wait, ready for you. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, it was a little weird timing. We just hit record. It'd be great for you to just wait for that and then be like, you just, "Guys, give me a minute," and, and you know, you yeah. walk away for thirty seconds. You weren't anyway, dedicated so. enough to the bit. You should have no. Been you got to stick with it. Yeah, we should hear the mic get hit as you get up, and we go, "Oh, he's <laughs> where's he going?" And then we should hear you off mic, like from another I didn't room. Even know. Hold on, guys. I didn't even know the bit was happening until it happened. Until you did it. it. Well, no, you started it. You started with the what? What? <laughs> Oh, Come that, on. Was, that was not no. I was that was okay. pure confusion. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, he was not referencing Little John. He was Little Jake, and he was confused. Little Jake. Well, little Jake. Little Jake. Yeah. Is Little Jake like a? Is that a Disney TV? Their Disney Family Channel? Really? Thing. Oh, we got to look this up now. Uh, I don't know. Jake. It's going to be a no. rapper, a SoundCloud rapper. I mean, I guarantee it. It's somebody's Twitter handle, Lil Jake, King Lil Jake on Twitter. I'm going to be looking this up. This is what the podcast is now. Uh, yeah, this guy does not look like... Third uh, one is, is Lil Jake on SoundCloud. I knew it. Uh, There's no chance. And it's the back of uh, Ving Rhames' head from Pulp Fiction as his outstanding. outstanding. I wonder what uh, Quickster is up to these days. Quickster. So, you know, Quickster was the name of the Netflix DVD service that they broke out for like oh. 20 days. Yeah. Uh, back in like 2009 or 2010 right. or something. Um, and they didn't have the Twitter handle. The Twitter handle was a guy with an Elmo smoking weed. Uh, <laughs> and that was his avatar. And he was like milking it on Twitter. Uh, and he was like, I'm going to make so much money with making them buy this from me. Uh, and it didn't work out for him. But is, I, it, is there domain how... squatting for Twitter? I mean, can you sue? Is that a, is that a, are there any? Uh, no, because he wasn't squatting. He was just he just was Quickster, and then they yeah. decided to change their name. But I don't think that uh, works for the cyber squatting stuff for domains. Like I think there have been people like named Michael Jackson who are like, I don't understand. Uh, yeah. I just want to keep the domain, and no, you still can't. That's right. There was like, well, there's like a France enthusiast that owned France.com, uh, <laughs> France and he had like enthusiast. a France. He had like a France history page, and France just took it, like the country. France. Right. Don't they uh, get their own top level domain FR? suffix? Yeah. Like don't yeah, they get a whole suffix. Why do yeah. they need dot com? Who is going to mm. France.com to try to like what I would love to just sort of do a Netflix documentary chasing down the people who visit France.com and figure out what the hell they were trying to do. Yeah. Like they wanted to get tickets to, to, to fly to France and they went to, they typed in France.com. I want to see the documentary on people who go to Alta Vista to Google for or <laughs> go to Alta Vista. Go to, yeah, you, you can't do that. No. Yeah. It's uh, a short time. That's illegal. Xerox, Xerox myself a copy of uh, France.com. No, uh, who like who go to Alta Vista to look up France.com. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, type it. I see what you're uh, saying. Type in the domain into the search box of, yeah. Yeah. That, that is very good. Uh, it is a park, Parks and Recreation bit where whenever Jerry, who's like the heel of the office, <laughs> whenever he wants to go to his email, he goes to Alta Vista and does a search for uh, how do I log into my email or something like that. He says, please take me to google.com. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> Okay, so we should tell go. people what this yeah, is because they're your not going to know. 
This is uh, Esquiring Minds episode 16 for uh, April 27, 2023. These are three lawyers chatting, but they're not giving legal advice. Uh, Lawyer friends, actually. We're all friends. You can't tell that we actually all like each other. Um, I'm one of the friends. I'm Andrew Lady. I'm a tell. tax and technology, but the listeners can't tell because they don't have the the the, the video and how we're smiling and we're so upbeat and Jake doesn't look mm. tired at all. But anyway, I'm Andrew Lady. I'm a tax and technology <laughs> attorney from New Jersey, and I'm joined as always by Jason Ramesland, who has been known to sue bad bosses uh, by as many as eight at a time, I believe. Right? I don't know if it's quite that many. He, at take a, time. he that can take probably, a lot at a time. He can take a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. All right, phrasing uh, that may that may have been a little bit of hyperbole, but there was one demand letter that went out a couple of weeks ago that I think went to like sixteen recipients. Were they uh, all bosses? Y- yeah, in various degrees, in various ways. Have you ever sued Bruce Springsteen? He's the uh, boss. No, <laughs> that, no. That your I level. Oh, that's not worth the that's not worth the like joke. No. Uh, I don't think that would get you. Uh, yeah, I'll show that's like Swifty out. level hatred. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I guess less online harassment from the boss. What what do Bruce he, Springsteen fans call themselves? Boss heads. Ooh. I don't know. But a, a quick story. He got pulled over by a uh, state trooper on in Sandy Hook at like a federal park here riding his motorcycle. He apparently had like parked his motorcycle, got off and taken a shot and then got back on his motorcycle <laughs> and rode for a little while. Shot of alcohol? Over. Yeah, shot of alcohol. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah, No, he fired in the air. <laughs> he continued on his way. Um, no, no, he, he took a shot of alcohol. Uh, I, I think it was tequila. He rode for a little bit further and the cop pulled him over. Had him do like a whole field sobriety thing, uh, passed it all, but gave him a ticket anyway. Yeah. And like mm. word got out and the governor got involved. And my understanding is oh that police officer was summarily fired. He, he oh, doesn't no. exist anymore. Yeah, I was. Well, the, yeah, that's the thing. It's it's illegal to drink and drive. It's right. illegal to drive under the influence. So it's right. like you can have a beer and then get in your car. Uh, but you can't have open things. Obviously, on. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not not good. You should no. not do that. No, we're but. not recommending that. Unless you're Bruce <laughs> yeah. Springsteen, in which case, what are you, 75? Yeah. Or whatever the hell you want to do. Especially if you're yeah. on a motorcycle. What do you, you're only going to hurt yourself. But anyway, the other voice you're hearing, the brilliant Disney expert voice, is Jake. Uh, yeah, I'm a local government and land, land use attorney. Uh, and I'm still going to have that that title. This is... Uh, so, man, it's been it's been a week. Um, the, it's been two for us, right? We haven't talked. <laughs> yes, it's been a, two weeks. It's been two weeks. Uh, I'm switched. Uh, this is my last week at my current firm. I'm switching firms. I'm going to do slightly different stuff, but I'm still going to like I've, land use and local government still going to do some of that. Going to do some construction defect stuff, too. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's been uh, an emotional week uh, mm. for many, many reasons. Mm. Um, a lot of and tearful goodbyes the- and cakes and gold watches and, and parties, I'm sure. Yeah, champagne. yeah all the all the riches that come right. with sure. uh, being on Central Florida Spotlight on WFTV. <laughs> right. Um, uh, ABC affiliate here. Uh, I heard that you were bribed with a uh, free water bottle. I was given a free water bottle. I did not drink from that water bottle and I left it behind. Mm. It was very it was silly of me. Mm. Um, but I, it was nice to carry. It was nice to carry around as just a thing to carry while I was walking around and waiting. Like a whoopee, like a little, like a thing to comfort thing to. to yeah, exactly. Detached. Yeah, it was okay. my stuffed animal, except it was my water bottle in case I got thirsty. <laughs> this it's is a sad story. So much better. You know, <laughs> it is sad. This is really sad. It is. Um, so I think we have a mini topic before we get to the main topic, which is just going to be yeah. all the House of Mouse all the time, right? It's the Jake yeah. Down part two. It's the Jake no, Down. Yeah, number two. 
Did we do up? I know. Up I mean, Jake. we did up. We Jake's. haven't done up Jake. Okay. It was hot. It was uh, Jake down, hot Jake, and okay. I guess up Jake. Yeah, I thought of up Jake today, and I was very proud of myself. Yeah, I that's a good one. It. That's it. Oh, up Jake is like update. Got yeah, right. it. See? I was like, what the heck is up Jake? <laughs> like, yeah, like up Jake. Jonathan, up, what's up with you? <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> oh, but it, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get the drums. Where's the drums? There we yeah. go. Mm, I was hoping for sad trombone, but I'll take it. Yeah. That's all I got. Sorry. Excellent. Excellent. We did work. not this set is, that up. That is really perfect, though. This is, is grade A podcasting. So let's, uh, Andrew, why don't you tell yep. us all about what's going on with uh, the Blue Check Boogaloo? Sure. So the Blue Check Boogaloo. There's not a lot to say other than everything has gone wrong. Uh, basically, <laughs> all of the, <laughs> oh. as anyone who's listened to this show for any length of time will know, uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter for a hefty sum. Mm-hmm. And it seems like what he mostly wanted to do was uh, get rid of all the legacy blue check uh, people. He didn't like that there were people who had blue checks uh, simply because they were supposedly noteworthy. I think I I was a blue check person. I think there are a lot of people that aren't noteworthy enough to have a blue check that had a blue check. I would count myself among them. I I don't think I needed to have one. (laughs) Um, And uh, I also count you among them. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and, and so uh, in, in the time since he's owned, he's done a lot with the blue check thing. First, I'm trying to get the timelines right. Basically, I think first what he did, and you correct me if I'm wrong, is he made it so that anyone can have the blue check if they just pay eight bucks, right? They he kept the legacy blue check and he added in anyone who pays for Twitter blue, which is the $8 a month, yeah. right? Right. So he puts that in. That is a debacle because people you know, buy, uh, basically are able to buy... Um, legitimacy with their account right and so they Hmm. put whatever name they want there's no uh, verification of identity there's no verification of your avatar it doesn't your check doesn't get taken away if you update those things so once you get a blue check even if it is checked by twitter at that point you can then later switch your picture to barack obama switch your name to barack obama and start talking about how you're gonna like you know rob a taco bell or something and it'll be fine and for a period you could click on the blue check and it would tell you whether it was paid for or whether it was legacy and so right. you, if it was legacy, that meant they actually did some verification and determined that they were, no, you know, notable or whatever. Of course, the description was after Elon Musk, they may or may not be notable, which is right. like, I, right. you know, that, that's just like a spite statement because that's true literally all for everyone. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There is no authentication system where you'd be able to yeah. be certain this person is notable. Yeah. Um. So, right. So, so initially it, it sort of was clear, or at least it was clear enough if you wanted to sort of dig in, you could see yeah. that a profile was blue check because it was legacy and therefore somehow notable for some reason, or if it was just an $8 a month pay person. Uh, he had been threatening for some time. I think the initial deadline was going to be April 1st. It was going to be uh, all the legacy blue yes. checks were going to go away. Um, but there's an obvious problem there. If not too many people are buying these blue checks, is it's that um, if you over overestimate how popular the Twitter blue plan is going to be, when you take away the legacy blue checks, people are going to notice how they don't see any more blue checks, basically, right? If the, if you only have a like a, a very yeah. a, a fraction of the original blue checkers and maybe a few more people have purchased Twitter blue, um, all of a sudden there's just not going to be blue checks anymore. That doesn't look great. So that got that deadline, I think, got extended tacitly. Like I don't think he explicitly said, "I'm not doing April 1st. I think April first just came and it didn't happen, and then there was a new deadline at some point. Right. They said like he said beginning April 1st and oh, then okay. just nothing happened. Right. Uh, except that New York Times lost theirs because they right. publicly said they weren't going to buy it. Uh, and he started and so, with media. Right. It didn't. I mean, then, yeah, he started sort of laying into media first with like he was messing around yeah. with the NPR and the BBC stuff saying these are like state. We talked about it two weeks ago. These are state funded yep. uh, news outlets and, and stuff like that. Little changes on that. That sort of 
on some UIs, it's a hover on the blue check. On others, it's when you click. It just tells you like basically why they have this check. He was messing around with that for some time. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, it come last week, he finally gets around to actually getting rid of all the legacy blue check yeah. folks. On 420, right. naturally. On 420, of course, because that's a great joke. On the day that his rocket... I made to understand that like as, as funny as that rocket disaster is, it actually was like not really a disaster yeah. it kind of was what was supposed to happen i guess well no i, I mean, thought no. i thought it was the opposite that like oh really it's a major serious problem and spacex can't launch that until they've like proven they've like proven themselves to nasa now they have oh, to like reprove yeah. themselves to nasa when it comes it's to also vehicle it's also a major ecological problem i heard uh, about that because yeah. Uh, apparently there was some step that was skipped, I think probably with authorization, it sounds like, but there was a step that was skipped that was supposed to contain the dust from the mm-hmm. launch because it's Texas. Things in Texas often get very dry uh, and a lot of dust gets kicked up when you launch a very, very, very explosive device. And uh, in addition to that, you have it exploding in the air and you know depositing debris <laughs> in places. So like, there's this... Uh, I don't know if it's a nature preserve or some yeah. si- some sort of protected natural habitat or something like that that's near enough by that it has been uh, meaningfully negatively impacted by this. So even if it was the anticipated result or like a reasonable probability result for SpaceX to have that rocket blow up because like you have a very, very explosive thing being shot up into the air, uh, explosion is a possibility. So even if that is an anticipated and even like reasonably likely result, the ecological uh, fallout is disastrous, as I understand it. Yeah. So congratulations. Yeah, that was a bad was a, 24 a, hours for yeah. for Ill- It was a rough 420. Yeah, it was harshing well, his mellow for sure. And, and maybe the thing that harshed uh, Elon's mellow the most was just getting publicly dissed by LeBron, who was so <laughs> upset everyone. that... Yeah, I mean, I, I, the biggest and most important one, it seemed like to me, maybe he was among the first and the first of like the really Steven big King games. also, yeah. Yeah, you, I, you, okay, fine. Great. Uh, <laughs> but uh, LeBron came out and like somehow he uh, magically, through the power of Elon waving his Elon wand, uh, said, uh, well, certain people bring enough value to the platform that we're just going to keep them legacy marked. We're going to make it look like they pay for Twitter blue because they're <laughs> influencers. Right. Uh, and LeBron's like, no, nah, I don't want any part of this. I'm not paying for this. Uh, and I don't want anybody to think I am. So let me just publicly yeah. announce. It looks like I paid for this. I didn't pay for this yeah. <laughs> because this sucks. Yeah. So, so at that point, there were like three people who are like that. It's like Stephen King, LeBron James, and like, I, I forget who the third person was, um, who have our Elon personally verifying them. And then everyone else is somebody that paid. And uh, people well, there were dead who, people too, like Kobe Bryant. Well, he got he, his got to stay. No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't mean to spoil. Okay. So was, this is the like, this is the, the beginning of, the, the not the beginning of the end but <laughs> this is like this was the disaster scenario which is everybody except for those three people who has a blue check right. is somebody that's paid for twitter blue and therefore is extremely easy to target all of a sudden for blocking um and so 
and also is getting elevated in replies and in algorithms. So they're extremely easy to find. And also it's very annoying Mm -hmm. because if you're paying $8 a month to have a megaphone, there's a good chance that you're trying to get attention in a way that's annoying. For sure. So (laughs) uh, it was just like block. Everybody was just blocking blue checks, like just on site. There were extensions created very quickly to automatically block or mute blue checks. Uh, and it was a civil <laughs> civil war is the wrong word. It was a war. Right. Uh, uh, it was a poster war uh, out there, mainly with blue checks getting hammered. Like just like, like a scarlet letter. Yeah. And it was a lot of it was honestly Ooh. a lot of fun because it was complete madness. Like the day that the all the blue checks couldn't post at all. And right. it was just only normies. Mm. That was a lot of fun. Um, but and it was similar to that. Uh, but I, it was a disaster for Elon because all of a sudden the site was way less usable. His his uh, his check mark, his put, uh, Twitter blue product became a mark of shame because it yeah. meant that you paid money to have a bigger audience, I guess, because you couldn't make it without the check mark or without the mm-hmm. the algorithm juice. Uh, and people were like having to defend themselves yeah. uh, constantly. Ian McKellen so, tweeted, uh, despite the implication when you click the blue badge that has mysteriously yeah. reappeared beside my name, I am not paying for the, quote, honor. Yes. Which is just like, <laughs> I mean, that is not, when you, if you have some sort of like VIP club, you don't want people yeah. scrambling to Twitter to say that they don't know. I mean, it's, it's it, yeah, you, they don't, they're not affiliated with you in any way. They've never been there. They don't know anything about yeah. it and they're not paying you. And it's then the number one, and then the number one reply to that was a blue check person saying like, oh, you don't support free speech. Or something like that. Oh, and it's like, oh, this is, yes, this is exactly why Twitter Blue subscribers are getting blocked. I'll say I do know some high quality Twitter Blue subscribers. That said, uh, definitely on the whole, uh, ba- bad, bad posters, low quality. Um, so, yeah. And yeah. then we, and then like, I don't know, like seven or eight hours later, Blue checks start popping up on everybody and dead people. And yeah, the buzz you were talking about. Did you guys see the thing that was being circulated around? I have no idea who this guy is. I don't want to name him because I don't want to give him attention. But the tweet that was going around where the guy was saying like, you know, I get replies where people are saying this MF paid for Twitter. And he says, no, I didn't pay for Twitter. I paid for free speech. Is that what you're talking about, Jake? (laughs) No, that's not that guy. But yes, that guy was hilarious. These are gold. I paid for 1776 to commence again. I paid for the founding father's vision. I paid to tell Silicon Valley to go screw itself. I paid to show support for a man who put himself in the line of fire for the First Amendment. I paid because we support our own. This is the best one. Okay, calm. All right. I paid because if George Washington was alive today, he'd be paying too. <laughs> that, if that's, I hope, like, that's really good satire. It's I so say. good. That's a I really good is. bit. Um, yeah. So I, I'm going to assume that that's a bit. Uh, I genuinely hope. that's hope. probably not. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I clicked him quickly and like looked at, uh, he, he's, he's deep in it if it's satire. He's like, you know, a, a Borat level guy for this sort of stuff. If. This mm, is satire. Yes. I think he's being serious. Yes. Oh. So George Washington would have paid. I, I mean, he should. George Washington should have a Twitter account and he should have a legacy <laughs> blue check. It's obviously being dead doesn't. Uh, he he'd be off immediately because he owns like 400 slaves, so he'd be oh. canceled. Yeah, uh, and true. run away. So yeah. rightly so. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. So Twitter is. 
a mess. And so, uh, like, kind of in conjunction with that, um, I put out, I tooted out something on Mastodon saying, like, hey, if anybody tooted. has a blue sky invite, I'd want to give it a shot. I was like half joking, but somebody said, somebody was nice enough to send it to me. I don't have his name in front of me. I don't, I didn't ask him if he wanted to be named, so I won't name him. But somebody sent me an invite. I played with it. Um, it's clearly a Twitter knockoff. It seems like, um, uh, like an alt sort of like have you have you guys ever heard that uh, home you know Home Alone and Home Alone Two, Home Alone Two is not really a sequel to Home Alone. It's more like just another whole way to conceptualize <laughs> that type of movie. Like there's no need to yeah. know what happened in one. Two could work just you know as its own. You could reverse the order and it wouldn't matter. Uh, hmm. I feel that way about Blue Sky. It seems like this was clearly, um, if not designed and developed by Jack Dorsey, he was the brain trust behind it. He had the initial idea. And it's just little things are slightly different. I don't see what why it's uh, Jake. You said something along the lines of like you don't see why it doesn't seem like there's a compelling reason to abandon Activity Pub for it. I 100 percent agree. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. Yeah, I, like how is it different from Mastodon right now? Uh, well, centralization, I think. Yep. Right. Basically, I mean, like, all the ways people other than the function. So like, or other than the the structure and you know that kind of stuff functionally what's the difference between it and a mastodon instance i mean it's a microblog right they're both microblogging platforms yeah. and the mastodon is just a federated one which yeah. just means dispersed administration and the ability to to put put nazis in a corner basically well, does it have quote quote art no. retweets um Re- it has like no it does not i mean from what it i can doesn't. tell it doesn't it doesn't it appears to have like basically boosts like the same That's general it? idea yeah from what i can tell unless i mean look i played for, for a little while okay. i went this is twitter if i'm wrong and there's some blue sky uh defender who wants to you know yell at me or something go, go absolutely right ahead i played with it a little bit it seems like there's like i saw chelsea manning is on there there's some like I wouldn't say like like they're not celebrities necessarily, but like big name people are are, are on there. You know, relatively speaking, big name people. Um, mm. It has worse features in terms of like integration with like posting a GIF or every. It, believe it or not, it is worse than Mastodon right now. You basically have a text box and a little thing to put a picture in there, okay. and that's it. Um, very very yeah. limited. You can have custom domains. Seems to be the thing that people are interested in. So you would have like at Jake at florida land use attorney.com would be like your full <laughs> handle for blue sky which is different than you having to start your own mastodon instance for florida land use attorney.com and have one user which is you does that make sense like you can well, use a domain but, uh, for just so your are account. there not but it is federated right but there aren't instances correct it's federated okay, there, but i think it runs on top of activity pub but i don't i don't believe you can yeah. it doesn't run off to- on top of does activity it pub. i do know that oh it it has, it, I thought it it's did. its own protocol did they base uh, it on Activity Pub? Maybe, maybe. Uh, but it's—I know that it's federated, and you theoretically can. This is based on an interview from The Verge that I read, right? But it was explicitly not Activity Pub because they wanted control over it. Got you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Supposedly, uh, because which that's seems always like worked out backwards. Yeah. Yeah. It seems that's like, always worked uh, out so well. Yeah. yeah, like like social media companies are moving towards Activity Pub. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe there is a for-profit activity pub out there that still allows you to somehow have your own federated thing and they monetize that somewhere, some other way. I can see that being successful and good. Sure. Because like uh, Mastodon, like, you know, it's it's a king. It's a, you know, hopefully there's a good king in uh, Eugene Rothko. Uh, but if for some reason he's not doing what his users want, we just got to sit there. Um, yeah. 
So I mean, technically, so since it's all fed, since it all can like this, I think Pleroma is another like it can work with Mastodon. It's like its own yeah. software suite that is just like Mastodon that you could um I could we could run esq.social on that and mm-hmm. interface with Mastodon um uh, uh servers or instances just as easy. So like I guess what I'm saying is you can yeah. you could get around it, but it would be a big like the further sort of down that road you get in Mastodon and like developing mm-hmm. on it and developing for it to switch would be difficult. So like you wouldn't be able yeah. to like take all the apps that work for Mastodon and suddenly use it for the new activity pub thing that runs uh, if I'm making sense. That is you know similar I mean? to Mastodon. Right, or, exactly. Yeah. So and there is sort of with Mastodon or whatever. Yeah. So there's inertia over time. But I think inertia is different from actually like from point zero being locked into blue sky. You know what I mean? Like that that yeah. to me seems to be different. And yeah. I could I mean the thing is like I don't know if people care yet or if they ever will care about not being centralized as much as they don't like like i think people's complaints about twitter isn't that you know nerds will be upset about the fact that it's centralized that it's one, all behind one person but yeah. regular people are just like elon musk is a jerk and i don't like the way the experience is on twitter i don't think they're like oh, yeah. I, I see the you know what i mean now i see the matrix and i think it should be separated and and you know there should be separate instances and stuff so i i could totally see blue sky taking off is what i'm saying but yeah. i hmm. personally am not compelled by it. i'm 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 happy that there's a lot of options out there in a way yeah. that, and it feels like even though it's just Twitter and Twitter is really not a huge player in social media, as much as, as much airspace as it takes up, um, they are so much smaller than the Facebooks and the Instagrams out there mm-hmm. uh, and TikTok and LinkedIn even. Um, I'm excited that it's the, it's called so much attention to Mastodon Twitter, Twitter falling apart has called attention to Mastodon called attention to these protocols. And now you have like Tumblr and all these other places thinking maybe we'll play with activity pub. Maybe we'll, we'll make us work. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they're getting excited about that. Um, And I think that's really, that's great. Uh, And I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that it means some good things for Facebook and other places Mm -hmm. that are really like, Maybe not. Facebook is the last one that would join, but yeah, you know, yeah. if there, yeah. if enough big pro for-profit players like the tumblers out there start playing with ActivityPub, I would that would be awesome. The yeah, problem I, with right. Facebook going to something like ActivityPub is Facebook's business, and I know this because I when I just did like a little ad hoc research project on this. Uh, to figure out what proportion of the things that I see on Facebook are things that I actually want to see versus things that Facebook wants me to see. And uh, that ratio was like four things that I don't want to see for every Mm -hmm. one thing that I do want to see. And that's like, uh, it is by and large ads or things that Facebook thinks are reasonably calculated to lead me to additional uh, ad identifying content. Like, I once had a I, w- I once was part of a group for uh, JL series Wranglers uh, Jeep Wranglers and now Facebook knows to advertise to me for Jeep for Jeep accessories for Jeep t-shirts for uh, Jeep expeditions for the Outer <laughs> Banks because apparently that's what everybody does with Jeeps is goes to the Outer <laughs> Banks and so like no Facebook and Activity Pub they're just fundamentally incompatible I think because Activity Pub as far as I know doesn't have any good way to serve you ad content or algorithm based content. Yeah. And uh, that's where Facebook, like that's where they make their bones. Right. Well, I was thinking the real 
thing is, the question that I had is, will they allow you to view a Facebook feed, your own Facebook feed in ActivityPub through ActivityPub apps or something like that? Mm. That's, I don't know. Like RSS, like, like you're almost imagining sort of thing. Yeah. Like an RSS type of thing. Like when RSS first came out, a lot of things, like right. that was the big thing was that, right, you could view, you know, you could look at your website of your, your I think Instagram maybe still ha- i don't really know i mean i use rss for blogs and stuff but i don't use it for that that those kind of things anymore i know mm. for a long time like a twitter feed had an rss feed you could yeah. go to like i think it was like you know twitter.com slash at the name and then dot rss or slash feed and then there just would be plain rss of all their uh and you tweets. can still do some like similar stuff it's not exactly an rss feed that you can like cobble together right but, like on a website you can have a twitter box that has yeah. just tweets uh-huh. of a certain people uh, yeah. including a specific group of people, like a list of people that just like keeps showing that up. And you can do but, like if Facebook all of a sudden ha- allows that and allows and Twitter and Facebook and all that all uh, agree to the same protocol, then you can have one box that has tweets and Facebook. You might even be able to do that already. Um, probably with scraping build or something. But to Jason's yeah. point, the uh, I think the difference you'd see there is that when you have one of those boxes that there's like an official Twitter API yeah. or t- official Twitter like embed a timeline box, that's yeah. doing all sorts of other stuff in terms of tracking people who are visiting that page and what you're clicking right. and whatnot. There's more yeah. going on there and they can serve you ads in that box, right? Yeah. But if they are giving access to just under the hood stuff of just the pure either the pure tweets or the pure Facebook posts or something that's different. That's harder to monetize for them. And so I, 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 yeah, I think it would be tough to see. I I acknowledge y'all are, y'all are right. (laughs) They're never going to play. But well, also to defend the hope to defend your never. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that you can't, you never say never, right? Like if if they really start bleeding users, I don't think Facebook is worried right now. I mean, I I know they had some pretty bad numbers, you know, six months ago or whatever, but like, I think they're still well in the lead. I think they're doing what they own Instagram, right? Uh, They, they're sitting pretty well there uh, as, as these things go. Twitter never caught them and they're not going to catch them now. So, Hey guys, that was supposed to be a mini topic and we're 29 minutes and 50 seconds in. (laughs) Hey, let's move on to the real topic. Jake, uh, (laughs) why don't you tell us what's, what the heck is going on in, uh, with the central Florida tourism oversight board. Did I get that right? Yeah. It's silly season. Yeah. Uh, well, essentially the board of supervisors for the central Florida tourism oversight district. Uh, anyway, excuse you, sir. Gosh, there's so (laughs) many, uh, (laughs) so I, I was ready to do a follow-up like, uh, this last week, um, on this because, you know, last time was it last time, uh, we talked about the contracts that Disney entered with the old district before they took off before the district was taken over. There are uh-huh. these two contracts that seem pretty solid um, and basically say that Disney gets to keep doing what it's doing uh, for a long time, uh, for 30 years and forever, um, depending on the contract. And so really, it was basically I was prepared to talk about how the district is you know, laying out a case for why they want to sue Disney or why they don't think that they are bound by these agreements. Um, Mm -hmm. so, uh, I was all ready for this, um, on Wednesday, the board had its meeting, uh, and they had a 92, uh, point legislative findings that they, uh, adopted. And I did read them, um, about why they say Wednesday agreements. 
When you say Wednesday, Wednesday do you April mean the 26th 25th. or do you mean the 19th? 26th. 26th. Okay. Okay. Got it. So as we April record 26th. yesterday, as we publish yesterday. God, wow. time okay. is broken. It's a flat circle. Um, time is broken. April 26th, yesterday. Okay. Um, they got together and they put it on the agenda as directions to council legislative findings. In those findings, they have some allegations that are pretty bad for Disney. Most most of the allegations are not very uh, important uh, or in some cases just like flat wrong. Um, like uh, they say that the district can't enter contracts like no contracts can't can be entered without consideration uh, and that there was no consideration here, which, you know, like as lawyers, you all know you need consideration for a contract. You need there to be a give and take for a contract to be lawful. Problem is. The district, the Enabling Act from the 1960s said they can enter real estate contracts without consideration. Uh, so that's, hmm. I think that's just flatly right. gone. Uh, gone. Okay. Uh, anyway, Good that's job, just guys. one of the like 93, 92 things. Um, but uh, some of them are like pretty potentially bad. So the development agreement, uh, as you may recall, uh, froze the regulations within the district for the next 30 years. They allege that the regulations underlying that agreement, the things that were frozen, um, were like never advertised in some cases, or which is required, or they were advertised for first reading. You need two readings. They're advertised for first reading in 2019 and then passed in a completely different way in 2022. And that hmm. would be a big problem. Um, so, uh, you know, those could really cause problems for the development agreement. There wasn't anything to, um, to fight the covenants really, except for the fact that the covenants were theoretically partially based on the development agreement coming through. So they would say, oh, well, since that goes away, these goes away. These go away. Uh, I still didn't think that Disney, I still thought Disney would, um, uh, would be able to keep its, its covenants. Uh, and probably even its development agreement, but it's hard to tell without knowing the facts. So, uh, you know, I was all prepared to like try to figure out and try to explain these 92 points to, you know, news media or whatever. Um, and why if you don't advertise an ordinance properly, it is void. Like there's there's out, there is law about that. Right. And there are things we care about. It, yeah, and there are things we don't, and that's one of the things that yeah we you super can't care pass. About. It's not a law if you don't pass right. it the right way. So if you can't freeze that law in place, that doesn't exist. And so you know they'd have at least some kind of argument, though. And maybe by these they meetings, shouldn't... you mean like public meetings where people can come and comment right. and they hear the reading and it's like yeah, basically what you'd imagine somebody reads it out or it's it's yeah. in the record and you have an opportunity if you're a citizen to come in and and say you know, something. Yeah, no, we don't. Want um, to okay, sorry. Yeah, no. So, um, you know, there's some question about whether they are allowed to complain about it since they were they being the district, whether they the district can complain about mm -hmm. their own mistakes. Right. Uh, and though in some of the cases, the mistakes were of the cities, uh, but the district and the cities worked together to do these regulations. So it was like, you know, that still their mistake, more or less. Uh, but uh, the literally moments after the district voted on this Disney sued in federal court for the whole kit and caboodle to reverse the whole takeover. 
That was uh, probably an accident, that timing, right? Nobody yeah. <laughs> nobody had any idea what was going on. Nobody was waiting. Nobody was moment. like just yeah. sitting there with their finger hovering over the right. proceed yeah. button on CMECF. Like right. yeah. uh, CMECF is that federal e-filing. I assume it was filed in federal court because there's yes. no way they would file this in Florida. It, it was. <laughs> right. It was filed in federal court. It's only federal claims, uh, which yep. is a little bit surprising. We can get into it. Um, hmm. But the uh, maybe a little surprising might be the wrong word. Uh, but, um, the, yeah, so they file, they file it moments after based partially on that, that, those findings, those 90, that 92 point findings. Um, and it lays out citing the governor's own, uh, citing the governor's own memoir, citing um, the plethora of public statements, basically saying this is all plethora cornucopia uh <laughs> the deluge. Listeners, deluge listeners you can't see this but i am uh, shaking my head in disappointment at jake plethora uh, you may continue plethorum so what, what's the problem oh my gosh <laughs> oh plethorum? my gosh stop <laughs> just, <laughs> just is that like the roof of your mouth or something i don't the know oh my gosh this is uh, the worst the many 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 public statements from Lots. florida legislators go- right. governor uh Everybody, spokespeople, more or less putting it in bright billboard letters. This is retaliation for Disney opposing and importantly saying that they would work to reverse the uh, parents' rights and education bill, also known as Don't Say Guy, Don't Say Gay. Um, like they, they have not been shy that it is because of that. Um, and so they, Disney says, yeah, this is retaliation we, you know, we didn't want to do this. We didn't want to have to do this, but they give us no choice because they are also now disrespecting our contract rights. Look right. what um, you made me do. Look what you yeah. made me do. Said we didn't. Mouse. We didn't want to fight you, Florida. We love you. We're investing eighteen billion dollars into you. Uh, please don't make us do this. Um, so they, it's five counts. Hold on, let me bring it up. Yeah, I just want to take note. You, yeah, I've got it pulled up here. Uh, the first cause of action appears on page 59 of this complaint. Uh, and uh, this may harken back to a complaint that I made earlier where uh, I do not like grandstanding complaints, except for in this instance, I think you have to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because basically what you're doing is you are making... So the first cause of action is a contracts clause violation uh, which is like uh, goes back to like the OG Constitution. You don't even have to get to any uh, amendments, although they do because the Fourteenth Amendment is implicated in it as well. Uh, but it's a contracts clause violation where uh, I think essentially they're arguing that Florida is uh, taking action to impair contracts that are validly yeah. entered into and executed, yeah. and mm-hmm. you can't do that unless you've got some valid reason for doing it. Second cause of action is a takings clause violation. This would be a uh, a deprivation of a party's life, liberty, or property. It'd be property uh, without due process of law, so that they didn't follow the required. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, the taking is for just compensation, failing to give them right. compensation right. for that, and then they go to right. due process. That's that's claim three. 
Well, right, but okay. So, the, but the takings yeah. clause is basically saying the government can't deprive you of property yeah. without due process of law, and that due process will include just compensation mm-hmm. because they can't right, just right. seize your property for no compensation mm-hmm. uh, unless they have accused you of committing a crime. And we can talk about civil forfeiture some other time. Uh, third mm-hmm. cause of action is a due process clause violation. Similar sort of thing where they're depriving them of life, liberty, or property without the due process of law, without right. following the strictures that are required of government when they're doing something. Uh, I think Jake may disagree with me on this, or Jake may have. If Jake disagrees with me, chances are Jake is right. But I think <laughs> the meatiest part of this is the First Amendment violation. Yeah. No, totally. uh, and that's that's count four. That starts on page sixty six. Uh, let me re-register my annoyance, but not annoyance because Disney basically had to do this. Because uh, this is, this complaint is an, a lawsuit initiating document, but also it is an important PR document for Disney. Yeah. Uh, even though ordinary people uh, who are not law nerds probably will never read this. Uh, but this is basically saying uh, government is taking action against us that is materially adverse and they're doing it because of our uh protected speech mm. on a matter of public concern and that's like it is hard to imagine it's hard to imagine a scenario where disney doesn't prevail on count four of this complaint uh because the facts are just out there and published by florida it's not secret yeah. like behind closed doors you know, this is not a deal. These are not deals that have been concocted in smoke-filled, uh, you know, cloak rooms uh, in the governor's or in the, I don't know, in the state house or something like that. Uh, they're, they've been really out there and explicit about it. Uh, and fifth cause of action is another First Amendment violation. I, I haven't parsed these enough to identify the so, differences between four and five. Go ahead. Yeah. It's the takeover and the contract. Uh, voiding so those are the two different claims gotcha um one is so you couldn't take over the district like this second one is you couldn't invalidate the dis- the contracts because they separate retaliation actions yeah. is basically what they're saying it probably didn't gotcha. need to be pleaded as separate causes of action then uh, unless there's some quirk about the particular district court's practice there because i think you could have probably pleaded those into the same thing it probably looks better from a drafting and and uh, PR standpoint is my guess. I, I can only, there's a few things that I was in, that were interesting to me about this. Um, and one, yeah. So the contracts clause, and I, I'll tell you guys, I don't think I don't buy their first three claims. Actually, the contracts clause, the takings, and the due process claims. Um, okay. I don't think those are very good. Uh, the First Amendment retaliation. I think are very strong. Uh, But the question to me is, I mean, they, it's easy retaliation. It's obvious. The real question to me is the remedy. Uh, Well, first of all, do they even, does the appellate court or does the court even look in the, into the, um, uh, into the motivations? Because there's some case law out there limiting when you can look into legislative motivations for bills. Um, and so, uh, because if it's facially neutral, you can't do it. And the question is, are these facially neutral? And I would say they'll find a way to say it's not because it's so clear 
they're holding right. out they are right. holding up a billboard saying we're retaliating right now uh mm-hmm. here's our here's the way we're retaliating this is the loophole we think we've found uh right. we're going to instead of naming reedy disney well the first bill dissolved reedy creek right you know, as you may remember uh it said in as of june of 2023 it's going to dissolve um but it did so by saying all special districts created before 1967 shall be dissolved as of you know right. um uh you know as of 2023 and so they're going to say that's facially neutral uh it applied to five different special districts it also applied to the uh sunshine water district in south and south florida that uh provides water for 4000 people um you know they're so the they'll, they'll try to find their their way through that and then when it comes to the uh, the bill taking over Reedy Creek, they'll say, uh, you know, this doesn't name Disney at all. It just, uh, you know, right. uh, amends the subdivision that we've already used. Um, I think uh, I'm going to, at the end, I'm going to ask us all to make a prediction as to how this plays out. Because I got one. Um, the, uh, uh, yeah, so that's, so I'll, but the, so, sorry, I was, I was going to, I was reflecting on the first three claims, which are the contracts clause claims, the taking claim and due process. Here's the thing. It's not a violation of the contracts clause to break a contract because you can still go and sue for breach of contract. You can still right. go and enforce the contract. So right. if you had a valid contract, you still get to go enforce it. The question is whether or not it's valid, because what they did at this meeting, they didn't pass a law saying that the contract is invalid, though the legislature is considering that. And that would be a, a contract clause violation. They just said, we consider it void. We're not going to follow it. Congratulations. Hmm. You're repudiating the contract. That's normal. That's not a constitutional claim. Um, the And for the same reasons, if that contract is void, then you never had the property rights to begin with that you claim were vested. Oh, okay. So they didn't take anything. They didn't deprive you due process because you didn't have an, a, a interest to lose. So mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of the, uh, I don't think that those work because if they have a valid contract, then it's not a constitutional case. You bring your law, you bring your lawsuit for breach of contract to enforce the contract for a de- uh, declaratory judgment. And maybe you win. Uh, maybe you lose for the reasons that they claim you you should lose. Uh, that's why I don't think those first three claims work. Retaliation. Easy, easy on the question of is this retaliation? The only right. question is uh, the remedy. Okay, so it was retaliatory. Now what? Um, and, you know, when it comes to the district takeover, uh, you know, they've already installed new officials. Right. Those officials have already passed laws. And so what does that mean? For... That's not all going to be unwound. Like we're not yeah, going to you know, go to Apple I don't think you can unwind back. it. Right. That's the thing. I don't think you can unwind it. I think if they decided, okay, uh, and this, and uh, the prediction will be later, but um, it's a lot harder to unwind, um, to unwind that kind of thing than it is to stop the takeover from happening in the first place. So hmm. I got to, right. you know, I, I talked to uh, NPR about this and I and I said, like, one of the biggest weaknesses is that Disney waited until 
the new board was already seated. Right. And I got some questions about why, why do you think that is? And my thought is if Disney is going to lose here, which they still, they have the strong, a very, very strong case. They're going to lose because they don't have a remedy. They don't have a good remedy. Yeah. And and I think part of the problem with the remedy here may get into the separation of powers Mm -hmm. uh, because it's unlikely, like this whole principle of separation of powers is that the judiciary won't usurp a legislative prerogative or a uh, or an executive prerogative, and likewise, the executive can't usurp a legislative or judicial prerogative. Right. But we kind of see that happening a little bit all yeah. the time. Yeah. When we see, you know, the United States Supreme Court uh, uh, deleting as unconstitutional laws that have been passed by the legislature and, sli- and signed by the president. So right. there's some uh, uh, commingling of that. Yeah. Or it, it, but the it, logic there was never them. a valid law, right? Like they're interpreting the constitution and saying, therefore that law never exists. Like it's a, it's a well, faint, right? So like the, something that's been happening recently all with this Supreme court right. is lawsuits to challenge the structures of agencies. Um, right. Including agencies that have existed for a while. Like the S I think it's the SCC or is it the mm-hmm. FTC? Mm, um, I don't know. And they've succeeded in the Supreme Court, like mm. the, some of these challenges, right. and they've also succeeded in, in appellate courts. So I I think that, like, I absolutely agree. Separation of powers is maybe Disney's worst weakness, that right. the court isn't going to feel comfortable saying, no, you officials are removed. Right. Um, because if they, so if I Disney don't think had they done will this, do that. If Disney had taken this step at the point where the governor was removing the old board uh, and replacing it with new members, at that point, you have less of a concern about usurping an executive prerogative Mm -hmm. because not much has really happened yet. And I think a court would be more inclined to step in and issue equitable relief at that point because you know, the toothpaste hasn't left the tube. The, The cows haven't left the barn yet. Uh, yeah. But now it seems like the cows have left the barn and this was happening, what, three months ago, maybe? Yeah, uh, it's a couple months and ago. And like, how much law does a special district really make in the course of three months? Ordinarily, not very much. <laughs> uh, but in this case... Politically motivated uh, a one, lot. perhaps quite a bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's the redemption that Disney can see here. Can see here is, uh, yeah, you know, separation of powers is a problem, but everything that we've seen this district do, uh, I, I don't know if it's actually everything, but maybe we can say everything or in a large proportion, the things that this district has done since this uh, uh, takeover yeah. uh, has been politically motivated. And so it's all tainted. Every single one of these actions is tainted, assuming that all of the actions are retaliatory. And maybe that is the door that Disney can squeak through that says, yeah, this may be potentially a separation of powers issue, but literally everything that they've done or close to everything that they've done uh, is in the same vein of First Amendment retaliation that you should just undo it all and uh, uh, get a new board in here or reinstate the old board. Yeah, uh, the yeah, it's all part. I mean, it is all part of one retaliatory scheme. The scheme itself right. is retaliatory. How into the detailed individual decisions they're going to get is a is a question. So, like the second, yeah. the retaliation claim about the two contracts, I think is weaker than the claim for the takeover itself, because really, 
they weren't retaliating against Disney for the contracts or for the for their speech. They were saying, no, you don't get to bind us. They were retaliating against the contracts themselves because mm-hmm. they want to have their authority back. Um, you're saying if it's if you're not thinking of this as one whole scheme, but instead as like separate, separate incidents. individual yeah. decisions. Right. Like, okay. obviously, the reason why they're there, the reason why they're taking control in the first place is retaliation for the speech. But right. they, you know, a reasonable like a new government, any new newly appointed board, even a legit in a legitimate the legit circumstance where there's no right. retaliatory uh, interest in the first place. Would have been pretty mad about having their uh, their hands tied on the way out by the old board, right? Uh, so I mean, it happens all the time. People are mad about that all the time. Um, that said, I, I do think that Disney's going to win on the takeover. Uh, and here, I'll just get my prediction out of the way. I think the bill dissolving Reedy Creek is upheld. The bill mm-hmm. taking over. Uh, the new bill, the replacement bill, the specific sections that remove Disney's ability to vote for its representatives are the parts that get thrown out um, okay. and uh, replaced with the old way of, of voting. Hmm. I think that's the way that it works. My prediction okay. was going to be in the form of a question. I wanted to ask what the judgment <laughs> of so- what the judgment of Solomon solution was going to be. Like, I, I don't think Disney. I think we saw it the last time. Disney doesn't want to go to war about the, with this. I don't think dis- uh, the the government, the Florida, generally wants to go to war yeah. with this. Everybody, oh, that, is incentivized. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I, but, like dr- well, a long, drawn out. I think the worm. I think the worm has turned now. Really? Uh, I think that Disney. So here's. I was ready. I was thinking we would talk about this. Why now? Why okay. are they doing it now when they could have done it back then? Yeah, Why did they one wait of my follow up questions? Right. Um, and I think that I think so. This is a I have no evidence of this uh, okay. except for some common sense, which I'll get into. Disney had Just told the governor. Sense. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Disney had told the governor about these two contracts and it was part of a tacit or explicit agreement that they would, that it was fine. Um, and so Disney allowed the takeover to happen because they thought they'd be fine. They'd be able to work with a bound oh. board doing more or less nothing major. Okay. Um, and the board may, and maybe they assumed that the governor would tell the board the deal. Uh, but instead that didn't happen. And not only that, but the, uh, the narrative around it suddenly twisted to the governor it becoming a liability for the governor politically right. um at least partially and disney looking more strong uh and they just decided they they it was now worth it that where the worm had turned and not only that because they told the governor i'm i mean i'm betting that there's uh and this is again i don't have evidence they told the governor except that if you they were quiet this whole time Right. But they advertised mm-hmm. these development agreement meetings. And we know that they were talking. Or we think that they were talking. For Disney very, and the government. Like, yeah, Disney and the okay. government. I right. mean, we know they were because I think Randy Fine talks about how they were talking. Right. Um, the uh and so why wouldn't they talk about it? Why would they they couldn't hide it? It's they're literally advertising in the newspaper. 
Right. Like mm-hmm. it would be completely consistent with the strategy they were taking of stay, you know, just like playing ball to try to like sneak this newspaper ad uh, development agreement through. It's not that All, hard to do. Nobody reads know. those. Yeah, unless you, unless you are, I don't know, currently deliberating in the legislature for a bill affecting that district. Yeah, I don't perhaps. know. Yeah. Maybe you'll actually look at the the freaking agendas on the on the website. Um, will now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the next uh, little while, anyway. They have some allegations that the that the agendas weren't on the website, which I I don't think is true. But also, there was news media present at the meetings, also. So anyway, um, yeah, so I, I think that not only did they start feeling like it became a liability for the governor, but also they have this, this information that he knew that they can drop whenever they want. This is a complete no evidence free. Don't actually know this is true. This is just an idea of one reason why they would have brought it now. Basically tacit agreements that were now not like, uh, we, I mean, we talked about it, I think, in one of the other shows where a lot of these sorts of situations, there's there's no smoky smoke filled room. There's no phone calls with agreements. It's like a tacit agreement. It's something that people understand that we're all going to sort of play ball. We're all going to sort of go along with this. We don't really want to you know, go to the mattresses over this. Yeah. No. And sometimes then, there, are, there are actual phone calls, though, and right. emails. But it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the case that th- right. those things exist. It, it, everyone mm-hmm. understands that they don't want to, you know, we, we don't want this to go too far. And so now I'm just trying to like get your your prediction right. You're saying that Disney, so Disney it has, feels that the the governor is on his heels a little bit on this yeah. and has yeah that's okay. a, yeah okay. that's really I think you know he the Bob Iger started talking about how. Um, uh, like saying this is retaliatory and blah blah blah, and right. you know this story has just been going on for so long, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I I think that they they just decided that they their perception of the political situation is it's politically better than it was before, or the energy is running out to punish them, um, and so gotcha. Now they can fight back. In a way they maybe couldn't before, so or they didn't feel like they could, or they didn't think it was worth it before. Mm. All right, well I think that's right. our up Jake on that, right? Yeah, Andrew, what's your prediction? Yeah, give me my prediction. Uh, my prediction was like I said, whatever the, uh, the <laughs> judgment of Solomon, like split the baby. I think uh, I'm going with Jake. I agree with Jake. I don't know enough about it to. I didn't. I didn't think it was going. This was going to happen. I really thought we had heard the last of it. I thought Jake was going to be done being bugged by uh, <laughs> media outlets. I, I thought it was over. I was hoping he would still, you know, I want him to have his 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 many moments in the, in the sun, as many as we can get him. Uh, and um, I did, but I didn't know that this was going to, you know, work out so well for him. That that hmm. was that was wild. So that yesterday, this happened yesterday. Right. Yesterday was also my goodbye lunch at my firm. Oh. Right. I oh. was like, li- I literally had tears in my eyes and then I got to my email and then there's a CNN email saying like, so what do you think about the complaint Disney just filed? And I was just like, excuse me? <laughs> what complaint? <laughs> I'm Disney sorry, just filed? You must be mistaken. Like it wasn't Disney right. that f- sued. Uh, that happened no. fast enough that I didn't hear the first part. I only knew the second part. I didn't even know that it that that the, the, the first I came in on the end of that. You know what I mean? Like I just knew when everything was blowing up and you were saying you were getting all these emails and everything. It, it I can't believe that was a day ago. It seems yeah. like this was, you know, 10 days ago. Yeah. yeah. No, I can only I imagine mean, being God. you. 
Yeah. No, okay, I mean, so, uh, yeah. Andrew, you're <laughs> calling you're you're calling for a split the baby approach. You think split that's the what's baby approach? Happen? I think something like that. Wait, I'm not going to get into in the nitty gritty. What's the split the baby approach? Yeah. You, okay. You so wait. you remember? Oh, you're like talking about what is the actual like outcome? Haven't we right. talked about this? Didn't we literally uh, having deja vu? Haven't we had? Didn't hasn't Jake in the past literally asked what the split the baby is, and then one of us? Yeah, I don't know how you split was cutting the baby a baby here. in half. I, I don't yeah. think I don't know how you can split the baby without a settlement. Like I okay. can imagine, like if there's perfect, there's nothing that says they can't settle. Um, but what is the settlement? Like, what, what do you mean? Settle? Right. So, like, you have to pass imagine, a new law to settle it. You have right. To pass exactly. New laws they do have to laws. pass a new law. Right. right. They they pass a new law to settle it. I mean, it's very possible. Um, the new law says the new board is going to be a member of Orange County, a member a member appointed by Orange County, a member appointed by Osceola County, two members okay. appointed by the governor, one elected by Disney. Why not? Okay. That's I mean that that sounds like the governor has been uh you know, the governor's office, governor's allies have been saying right. this was just a, you know, there's no case because all this did was put them on equal playing field with other parks. Um, right. If that's their actual defense in court, they've already lost because that's a terrible argument. It is wrong uh, right. and also not a real defense to retaliation. Uh, because but in a situation where Disney gets one seat, as you just said, that he, the governor's allies, office, whatever, would be able to say, "Well, that's that, yeah. that's what we did. We've won. Yeah, that's look, it. Now, They're on equal. Look, yeah. Now we put them on equal. Fa- yeah, yeah. And importantly, if you're going to have the reason why I mentioned the two counties is because of the equality issue. There is no other park that is subject to a district uh, with land use regulations and 30 mil taxing power at all. Uh, but especially right. ones that are not that are uh, controlled entirely by point uh, political appointees rather than local elected officials. Um, Universal is within a community redevelopment agency, which is a special district right. uh, run by Orange County. They constantly have to go to Orange County uh, for stuff. Right. They don't have to, but I mean, they, well, yeah, I guess they have to. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, if they, if Orange County wrecks Universal, Orange County officials pay the price because they have to be elected by Orange County residents who work there, uh, who live I there gotcha. or live okay. near there. Right. And um, who like all of whereas, the tax revenue that's generated by Universal. Right. Yeah. Interest whereas aligned. if you're the governor, you maybe don't care that much about wrecking Orange and Osceola counties. Um, maybe you don't really care compared because it's one little spot in the middle of Florida when you're, you're serving the entirety of Florida. Um, so, and those appointees certainly don't care because they don't get elected at all. So, um, the, the, the appointees just care whatever they care about. Hopefully they would have good, good intentions. Uh, and you know, the district did put out like a wish list of things they want to do. And honestly, right. most of it is totally fine. Like within their within their ambit, within normal government operations, it's like we're gonna build, we're gonna go more, we're gonna build more solar, we're gonna build workforce housing, and it's like, yeah, that's totally like, you know, go do it. Right. I guess. Right. Um, so they'll get to do that. They'll be. Yeah. I mean, so, so yeah. But thank you for you've assisted me with my prediction. That's my prediction. Then through you is a <laughs> settlement with that allows both sides to carp that. They, I mean, I don't think Disney will do a lot of uh, uh, touting that they won, but the the governor's office will be able to say it won, and basically, 
the idea that Disney's just on a level playing field will be the thing they can just keep putting. Look, we brought Disney to heel. We put them on a level playing field. They were this out of control corporation. You see what I did? Now they have one seat. That's it. Just like they would, uh, just like any other uh, uh, similar park would be, you know, the power it would have done. Yeah, I I think that would be a very, honestly, I think that would be a very fair solution that should have been maybe, they could have done that from the first place. They should have Uh, asked you, like uh, I did. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I think that'd be a very fair solution. Um, Yeah, what you got, Jason? Jason is muted. Jason is gone, but he's muted. Oh man. Okay. Uh, (laughs) All right, I'm here. I'm here. I've been here the whole time. Uh, I think what's going to happen here is uh, I I have a double take on it, a a dual and diverging take on it. There's the optimist (laughs) take, uh, which is. I think that if a court finds some reason to look at the totality of the circumstances here and to uh, see what is not very hard to see and is pleaded in the very, very extensive footnotes in this complaint, uh, there is a well-established record that we can look at. Of, this is clearly retaliatory. There's retaliatory intent, uh, and uh, it has a meaningful adverse uh, consequence for Disney. Uh, that part may be yet to be seen. Uh, but, uh, I think the optimist in me says Disney prevails on counts four and five, uh, counts one, two, and three are denied as moot or dropped as moot. Uh, probably all happens on summary judgment. Uh, and maybe we don't even need to get four and five. Uh, but I think probably we'd, the court is likely to belt and suspenders it and say, uh, we granted on count four, but even if we didn't grant it on count four, we granted on count five. Uh, and we don't need to touch one, two, and three. The, the, the negative, (laughs) uh, the negative take on this, my pessimistic take on it is Yeah. yeah. Dark, dark Jason, uh, is, uh, courts often have a tendency to latch on to, the simplest and easiest explanation that gets them out of making a controversial decision. Now, not mm. not every judge is that way, uh, but lately it seems like the United States Supreme Court is kind of this way. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, a circuit where I practice a lot, the Seventh Circuit, if they can latch on to something that gets them out of making a decision on a bigger issue, they'll do that. Uh, right. And I think mm. maybe they'll find that... Yeah. Uh, they'll latch onto that facially neutral thing and just say, "Oh, it's facially neutral. We get we got no business here." That's the pessimistic take. Yeah, yeah that's the that facially neutral thing really keeps me up at night. But the that Only would be one such, night, though, right? Yeah, that's of yesterday. <laughs> it literally kept me up. That that I think that's oh no, what kept me facially, up. Last I'm so night. sorry. You uh, really to to find that the, facially neutral thing. You really have to be willing to bury your head awfully deep in the sand. Not only are you bury, burying your head deep in the sand. You are opening a giant loophole through which corporations can be absolutely hammered for political reasons. Right. Um, you're basically giving governments. Yeah. Yeah. You give court like, why doesn't California just create a law that facially that only applies to Hobby Lobby by saying right. arts and craft stores with more than X locations in this county uh, their name have rhymes. to, you know, provide <laughs> right. X signage that is like totally expensive or, you know, right. yeah, it's just opens up a can of worms that I think yeah. the 11th circuit would not tolerate. Uh, and, and there's I don't a history think the Supreme court would tolerate either. 
there's a history of trying to do stuff uh, like this in ways that seem facially neutral. Uh, like there's a technique that was used. Uh, I, I know it was used in Indiana. I don't know if it's been used elsewhere, but uh, called banding where uh, you make this ordinance or you make this statute apply only in a county that has a population between X and Y. And yeah. it just so happens there's only one county that right. has that population between right. X and Y. And it happens to be the county that, you know, all of the uh, non-white people to, not all of them, but not literally all of them, but right. the only Just, like yeah. non, yeah. non-white majority right. county. Uh, so like, yeah. Uh, oh, is that who, who that bill applies that's prob- to? Whoops. That's problematic. <laughs> right. Uh, and so if we can look beyond the facial, that kind of looks like facial neutrality and see like what they're really doing, that's, that's my hope. Yeah. And that's why I still have some optimism. And I think I'm going to go with the optimistic take that Disney prevails on counts four and five. The other three get dismissed as moot. The the 11th Circuit has has indicated that they don't take facial neutrality as it literally has to name them. Uh, they basically said it's not facially neutral if it targets someone. And so targeting. And that's because and the, the case that I'm thinking about is was a case about uh, like basically a union campaigned against a law. And in response um the stake uh limited passed a law if i remember correctly i might be way off base here the the state then after that passed a law limiting base like union funding and that kind of Ooh. thing and that is yeah. it applied to all unions not right. just that union and so um that there was no retaliation case there because it applied to all unions and it was facially neutral uh, even that, that seems sort of problematic because i mean just because the the government is willing to have a high amount of collateral damage doesn't mean you weren't That's, targeting someone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like I've been, the whole mall to get you. Yeah, but I, I, like, I don't care. I get to do that. You know what I mean? That's one of the big takeaways that I've been telling the news organizations is: look, governments can do a lot of terrible things when they're willing to cause pain to everybody, as opposed to one specific right. person or one specific group. I probably uh, just, just heard one of your of, interviews and you said that and I'm parroting it back. I didn't yeah, intend to steal yeah, it from that, you, the, I probably did. That, that was the CNN interview where she like uh yeah. uh she discussed that part. Um but yeah, the it, governments here newsflash guys, governments can do <laughs> terrible terrible things like no, legally. What? Don't say that. Legally, they might be no yeah. courts will stop them from doing terrible terrible things. They can set their own parks on fire if they wanted to. Um, so anyway, it's almost uh, like the courts are kind of part of the government a little bit, yeah. sort of. Um, yeah, I forget, I, we are, I forget where I was going with that, but we're, we're at 70 minutes now. Yeah. Do you guys want to just, uh, hop on over to recommendations and then, uh, and then, I agree. Uh, Jake's been up night. since 3am. Yeah. He's got to be like, he, we got to let him go at some point. He's got to be sick of talking about Disney. So I'll be, we've got to finish. We'll finish the Jake down so that Jake (laughs) can go lay down. down. Yeah, the Jake lay down. Thank you. Uh, My recommendation is easy. The latest season of Barry is good. If you're not watching it, it, you should watch it. And uh, Hmm. I won't say anything to spoil you. You should watch it from the beginning if you haven't watched Barry yet. It's uh, a good show. Bill Hader, very good. It's very funny. Succession and Barry have opposite tracks. Where Mm -hmm. Succession started as like, oh, this is a drama. And it's becoming more and more obvious that it's a comedy. And it was right. funny the whole time. Yeah. But it's being, it's getting funnier and funnier. Yeah. And absolutely. it's not like a laugh out loud, like, you know, joke, you know, like right. laugh track or something, but it's very funny. And Barry has just gone the other way and gone darker and darker. 
it's still funny at times, but it's like it's a nervous it's laugh. Gone, yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of very trepidation. dramatic stuff. Yeah, uh, so that's okay. that's my recommendation. What do you guys got? My recommendation is uh, more of a reminder. Hey, uh, you should think about doing your home projects before you're getting ready to sell your home, uh, so that you can enjoy <laughs> the fruit of your labor. Uh, I am, uh, we're getting ready to put our house up on the market and I finally have like almost all of these house chores done that I've been building up for three or four years. Like, it's great. I love living in this, this place awesome. now. Now I get to move. There you right. go. <laughs> uh, so do your home projects now, even if it's going to mean a Saturday and Sunday of hard work, uh, do your home projects now. If you can make that pithier, I think there's a metaphor. Yeah. If you can make that pithier, I think there's a metaphor for life. Like something about like you have to live mm-hmm. now before, you know, like your house being a metaphor for your your existence or something. I don't know. I'll we'll workshop it. But I think yeah. there's something get there for and, a bumper sticker. Get up and go outside and exercise. You're lapping right. everybody who's sitting on the couch still, right? There you go. It's never too late for now. Oh, that's that's that we got our title. <laughs> yeah. That, okay, that's well, a Thirty Rock it. episode. You can't, you can't steal oh, that title. Okay. All right, we don't have our title. I Sorry. figured it was like a dashboard confessional song title or something. Yeah, one of those bands that. What is it? Mutant Vampires. What, what was it you referenced last time? <laughs> Vampire last Weekend. Week? Vampire Weekend. There we go. One of those bands. Your music. I, I have a a quick recommendation follow up on my okay. uh, ThinkPad, uh, ThinkPad Nano X One, which I bought for like eight hundred bucks, which is really. I would like to confirm that it is really good for the price. It's crazy, crazy good. Eight hundred dollars? <laughs> Are Holy you kidding crumb. me? <laughs> right. right. Yo, it's so good for eight hundred dollars. <laughs> it's a tiny thing, but it has a really nice keyboard, and it's like, and then I get the screen's really nice, and it's t- touchpad IPS or touchscreen IPS. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this, gigs. Jake, but your voice got really high there for a minute. Yeah, it no, did, it's yeah. good. Like, I feel like I, you're gonna I'm, try to sell it to me in a minute. No, I, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't sell you. I, it's mine now, anyway. Uh, it's really good. Uh, I am. I'm currently waiting. Uh, I'm gonna have a week off here. I'm gonna uh, mainline Jedi Survivor at that time. But in the meantime, nice. I've been uh, playing a uh, Jedi, not Jedi, uh, Dave the Diver, which is an indie fish, another fishing game. Uh, mm. To add on to my fishing game that I recommended like two weeks ago, or uh, Dredge. Whatever that was. Yeah. Uh, this is a you dive, you catch fish. And also like explore underwater civilizations and stuff. Uh, and then at night you cook sushi, you run a sushi restaurant with the fish that you catch. Um, it again is a fun little, fun little gameplay loop. Uh, very different from dredge. No, uh, no. Well, actually there is a Cthulhu monster. Oh my God. There's, there's a Cthulhu this is monster the line for everything you play. Isn't it? Or, Do you search well, for that? Yeah. Well, it's a giant squid. Okay. It's it's pretty Cthulhu-y though. Like mm. it's freaky. Uh but yeah, no, that's coincidental a uh, coincidence. It's a good game. Uh Dave the Diver. Dave, Dave the, the Diver. Diver. Night night. <laughs> Get yourself to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I expect think you he... to be rested in the morning, ready to Give us Jake Downs on private Slack. Shout out Slack, yeah. Next week, if we do, if we're, I hopefully we'll be able to record. Jake, you will only be a professional podcaster. Yeah, for that for that one week. Right? I'll be unemployed. I'll be fun employed. Can't All wait. Right, have a good night, Outstanding. guys. Outstanding.